Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, the show where America is the star and the American people. And to search for the Our American Stories podcast, go to the iHeartRadio app, to Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A legend and leader in the hotel world, Horst Schulze has reshaped how service and hospitality are defined in business, standards that have become world famous. Throughout the years, he worked for both Hilton Hotels and Hyatt Hotels Corporation before becoming one of the founding members of the luxury hotel chain, the Ritz-Carlton, in 1983. Here's Horst with his story. I was born in 39 when the war started you know, in, in, in Germany, small village, and my father soon afterwards was, was drafted and was in the war. I, my, my mother, in fact, was in extreme opposition to what was going on from the beginning, from before Hitler came in. In fact, when they tried to assassinate Hitler, the message came in the radio that Hitler was dead, that Hitler was assassinated. 
which was a signal for others to take over, for the, the, those involved in the plot to take over. My mother happened to be in a grocery store, and, and the, the owner of the grocery store screamed, oh, they, they just killed Hitler. And, and my mother said emotionally, thank God, finally. But the next day she was arrested before that reason. And, and, and probably would have been a, a serious ending if her uncle wasn't a committed Nazi who helped her to get out of it. So that was the, the life even in a village. Uh, the village was, is a small village. Um, there is no hotel. I want to emphasize that in the village. There was none. In fact, I never was in a hotel. I never was in a restaurant before. But when I was 11 years old, I told my parents I would like to work in the hotel business. And they said, well, okay, because they didn't take it serious. But I was possessed with it for some reason. I, we don't know why. Nobody knows why. I must have read something. I mean, that's what we assume. That was not a good thing to do at the time in a small village in Germany. You, you went into technical jobs. If you would have been an engineer, now that was the ultimate honor at the time, or a doctor or something like that, of course. But, but nearly equally, if you were a carpenter or anything, that handwork, handcraft work. And I said hotel business. My, my grandfather asked me to not tell anybody. I was embarrassed. I, it, it, became, it became the discussion in the class. What are you going to do? And, so, and, and this is when you, when you come close to 14, that's the discussion in Germany because you go down in two directions. Either you learn a trade and go to that trade school at the same time or you go uh, into higher education. And so they ask around, teacher, so what are you going to do? And they said, you know, I'm going to go trade. What are you going to do hotel business? What is that? Well, I can work as a cook and a waiter. Now, that was funny to everybody. The class was screaming, laughing. And when they went home, told their parents, obviously, whoa, horse is gone. <laughs> that was funny. And, uh, uh, and I, on, the, on that day, gone, I happened to play in the streets. We happened to play soccer. I was a little bit late coming home, but... Uh, by the time I came home, the neighbors already had run to my mother. Oh, but you know what he said in school? Something very terrible. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> so that was something really terrible, you know. Uh, slowly, my parents started to inquire and found there is a way to go to a boarding school in, in about 100 kilometers away, a hotel boarding school. And then you get placed into hotels from there. And they, that's what they did, and uh, found then the best hotel in the region after that to work as an apprentice, which meant busboy. And also it was 100 kilometers in the other direction. So I left when I, home when I was 14. The beginning, you wash dishes, you clean the ashtrays. Ashtrays was the only thing you were allowed to clean or do in the restaurant in the beginning, in the very beginning. and then, and finally, and wash dishes, wash glasses, and, uh, sorting out, come in the morning before the breakfast, clean the room, clean it after breakfast, clean before lunch, etc., etc. I mean, it's nearly all amount of cleaning all day long. And in fact, it was kind of funny when in the very beginning of the first few days there, the maitre d', who was an exceptional gentleman, uh, his name was Carl Seidler, Carl was an exceptional gentleman, you, you 
truly exceptional human being that you run in run across once in a while. And he told us there were others that started at the same time. And we lived in a dorm in a dorm room in the hotel. And he told us now from now on, when you come to work, don't just come to work. Come to work to be excellent in what you're doing. Uh, excellent. That went over my head, obviously, at, with 14. Oh, excellent in what I'm doing. Excellent in cleaning ashtrays and excellent washing dishes and glasses and cleaning floors and so on. Well, yeah, we'll do it as excellent as I can. I didn't get the gist of what he's saying. In fact, the, the funny thing is he used the word excellent, which is really not a German word. He used that word all the time. Uh, he used German words too, but he used that word excellent, excellence. I mean, in fact, sometimes when he passed you, he looked at eyes as excellence. He kept reminding you and selling us on doing better. And that went over my head, but slowly I grasped his thinking because, not because of what he said, because how he lived. And you've been listening to Horst Schultz tell a heck of a story. When he was 11 years old, he told his parents he wanted to work in the hotel business. And that wasn't exactly a respectable idea in Germany at the time. An engineer, a doctor, a carpenter, those were respectable professions. Where did he figure out that he wanted to be in the hotel business? He didn't know why, but at the age of 14, hotel boarding school, then within a 100 mile radius, found work at a fine hotel where all he did was clean. And then came that maitre d' Carl, who taught him a word that would define his life, the word excellence. When we come back, more of Horst Schultz's story and the story of the Ritz-Carlton here on Our American Stories. Here at Our American Stories, we bring you inspiring stories of history, sports, business, faith, and love. Stories from a great and beautiful country that need to be told. But we can't do it without you. Our stories are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. If you love our stories in America like we do, please... Go to OurAmericanStories.com and click the donate button. Give a little. Give a lot. Help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. And we continue with our American stories. We last left off with Horst Schulze, founder of the Ritz-Carlton Hotels, talking about a man named Carl who changed his 14-year-old life forever. Carl was the maitre d' at the luxury hotel young Horst was serving out his apprenticeship with as a busboy. Carl kept using that word excellence to define Horst's work ethic, an English word that stood out considering they only spoke German. Here again is Horst. What he did, he was a human being of excellence. Everything he did. And he, he would have never ed- entered a restaurant without looking absolutely perfect and, and working in tails at a time. Totally perfect. Perfection in everything he did. So you get, got a sense of what he meant with excellence. And I, I got hit that night very very, it was a, like a revelation that night. I worked in, in a corner and I felt the melody coming into the room. I mean it, you could feel it when he entered the room. You just knew it. He had a presence that it penetrated. And I turned around and he just approached the table and I saw something that, and I recognized something that I'd seen before, but it didn't really recognize it, didn't really feel it. The guests on the table that he approached were proud that he came to them. I said, wow. And now I look at that moment, the melody, those fine ladies and gentlemen, and they were. We were the finest hotel close to Bonn, which was at the time the capital of West Germany. 
and all the diplomats and so on came in that hotel, came to that hotel. And this was an exceptional place. But I saw that these people were proud that he came to the table and I suddenly realized everybody in the room thinks that Karl Zeidler is the most important person in the room. Everybody respects him. And for the first time in my life, I realized that I can define myself. I'm not defined by my, by my job, by the name of the job is by what is. I define myself how I execute my life or including my job. And it, my job to a great extent because that's where I spent my life, my time. I got the point of excellence. I got it very strongly. Even when I jump forward for a moment, because believe it or not, I can see my melody in front of me right now. And that's why I tell the next story. Years later, I'm working in San Francisco in the Hilton as a room service waiter. I had come a few months before to the US with the intent of going back to Europe within the next 18 months or so. But my plan was seeing how room service worked in the Hilton in San, San Francisco with several room service supervisors who got promoted. I saw one promoter after only three months being there. And I said, wait a minute, if they get promoted, I can get promoted to room service supervisor. And then go back to Europe and having learned the language better, having worked in a different culture, learned the culture and and having been promoted, that will be my kickoff for my career in Europe when I go back. Well, sure enough, a few months later, and, and by the way, I knew I was the best waiter in the house. I had worked in the finest hotels in Europe in the meantime, truly in the finest. I, was, I had knowledge about my profession. I didn't just deliver food, I had knowledge. And I had one more in my room service manager was German also. So I got the in, I will be promoted and then I could see it. I knew it. I built everything around it. And then a few months later, sure enough, one of the supervisors was promoted out. And another waiter, not I, was promoted into the supervisor's job. That was devastating to me. It was, my whole thinking was around it. It was devastating. And of course, what do we think then? As a young man, I think that was stupidity by management, outrageous, and so on. It took me several months to slowly, and, and I suffered. I truly suffered through that. It took a few months to admit the guy that got the promotion deserved it more. I was very young, partying in the evening, being late in the morning. Be, you, you, I wasn't only tired. You could see from 100 feet that I was tired as I come to work. And sometimes five minutes late, when my manager asked me to do something uh, related to my work, I said, why, why me? Why not the other guys? And there was an attitude of looking down at the guests. They don't even know how to handle silver. And I, I developed my thinking there Elegance, yes, there was a lot of elegance. It was truly an elegance restaurant. This elegance without warmth and caring is arrogance. Elegance without warmth is arrogance. Looking down at the guests, and, and of course the, the, the restaurant didn't survive. The food was exceptional. 
the service delivery was was repelling rather than attracting. You don't go out to eat. You have eaten food near a refrigerator. You go out to feel good, to experience something excellent. And, and when you take that away in your service delivery, you kill it all. The gentleman who got promoted never did that. He was in time. He was in a good mood in the morning. He said, yes, I'm happy to, when he was asked something. I then went back to my little room. I had a little furnished room in the worst district in, <laughs> in San Francisco. But I went to my little room and talked to my maitre d', who had passed away in the meantime. But I had a serious conversation with him and I apologized. I went to work to work, not to be excellent. I had, it, I had drifted away in the situation, in the situation and young. And I promised him it would never happen again. I absolutely made a commitment there. From now on, I will never go to work for anything less but create excellence in what I'm doing. I made that solemn commitment there and uh, kept on working and I got my promotion. I worked in a private club and then joined Hilton again as a catering manager, became assistant food and beverage director, became food and beverage director over two hotels, always working, having in mind excellence in what I'm doing, truly was committed Whatever I'm doing and do it well, try and do it better than anybody else. For myself, for my maitre d'. And it was fulfilling. It's much more fulfilling than just going to work. Always, that was always there, doing it right. And then I joined Hyatt as a food and beverage director in Chicago in their number one hotel. Was promoted to, two years later to rooms manager and then a year later was promoted general manager in Pittsburgh. As soon as I took the job people called me and said oh my goodness Pittsburgh you must be kidding me it's the worst place to work because there's a union that is truly you cannot work with. Well, so what? I can work I have a thick skin I can work with the union. And you've been listening to Horst Schultze tell a heck of a story about his own life and particularly the impact that this one man, Carl, this maitre d' had on it. And that is the standard of excellence, which he was to try his best to carry through his life. As he said, it's much more satisfying to go to work when you're thinking about excellence. And there's also a terrific story about being passed over. And he realized ultimately that he was passed over for good reason. The person chosen was more qualified than him. He was better than him. Rather than lash out at management and quit, he looked within and found out the source of the problem, which was himself. And then back to that excellent standard, which again would drive his life. When we come back, more of Horst Schultz's life story, the co-founder of the Ritz-Carlton, here on Our American Stories.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. And we continue with Our American Stories and with Horst Schulze's story, and he's the co-founder of the Ritz-Carlton. Let's pick up where we last left off. It was a, the classical thing was the first day at work. I was sitting in my, new, my office for the first time and general manager of a hotel. And I was sitting on, on, my, on my chair with, my, with the, 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 the secretary comes running and the union is coming. So let him come, come in. And here they come with six people. Five of them sit in chairs facing me around. One of them, an older gentleman who incidentally had no hair, no hair brows, nothing, and talked like a character in a movie 
so so he turned it put his back to me and he said to us, ask him him was me ask him if he ever saw a car blown up that was his introduction <laughs> and i said car blow up no and he half turned around to me and said i meant with somebody in it that was a warning to me that was the first introduction by a union to me absolutely unbelievable and I was stunned of course and I said what does that all mean and they left after giving me several warnings to treat our people properly treat our people properly and I kept on saying they're my people too they're ours and angry look at me angry obviously it was clear they wanted to intimidate me from day one and, uh, and this went on, and, and by the way, that union boss, the Baldi, he called others that had no hair Baldi, and none. So this kind of funny thing. He showed up every day at one o'clock, every single day, five days a week. He showed up in the office in a pool of secretaries, and he screamed, where is the, and there are some bad words, which was me, looking for me, every day. He knew where my office is, but he came and scribbled, where is the, and he liked to use the bad words. And then he met with me and absolutely berated me about anything that happened potentially. And that, that lasted several months. When one day, in, became, we started, I started in June, it was in November, he didn't show up. And so I, what's happening? I waited always at one o'clock. I knew it would be there and I didn't want to have a bigger scene than there was already every day. He didn't show up. So I ran to the union hall, which was eight blocks away. I ran there and walked in. And frankly, I said the same thing that they said, where are they? And I used the same words. And he said, you can't go in there. I said, but where are they? In a, an executive conference. I said, like heck, I can't go in there. And I walked walk in the door and said, where the, are you? I was waiting for you. We have a meeting and you don't show up. What's the matter with you? You can't be in here. I said, like heck, I can't be. We have a meeting. You didn't show up. You didn't. I want to fin have our meeting. This and this happened. They, they said, we'll talk. And finally they said, we'll talk about tomorrow. And I left. And a couple of years later when I left, by that time I got to know them well. One of the people in the, that was in the room said, when you left, we said, the SOB likes it because they, thought they want me to be intimidated. Now they realize he is enjoying it. <laughs> we, may, we have to have a different approach. <laughs> and, and the relationship became very good. They started to respect. We had we became in the meantime a very busy hotel. It was a terrible hotel before. We were very busy, very highly highly rated, the highest rated in Pittsburgh, highly respected. The employees were happy. They made money suddenly. We hired more people. And it was leadership that created this environment. If every employee understands the vision of the company, and every under employee understands the motive of that vision. 
and everybody, everybody understands how their individual motives connect to the motives of the organization. With other words, the vision is truly good for all concerned. And if you set the vision as an organization, you have to agonize. Is this good for all concerned? Is it good for the investor? Of course. If it's good for the customer, it has to be. Is it good for the employee? It must be. And is it good for society as a whole? And if the answer is yes, then ask yourself, would God approve? And if everything is yes, then you know you're doing the right thing. In fact, from there on, all your decisions are easy. Only then can that vision be a real vision for the organization. But then you have to let everybody know. And if everybody knows, and everybody knows the expectation of the customer, now you have an aligned workforce. Otherwise, it's only rhetoric. We're talking about empowerment. Uh, and nobody's empowered. If we tell an employee, here's what is wrong, and, and I want to have some res response to that, they say, uh, uh, I, I, I call a manager. They're not empowered to make a decision. We empowered our employees to make a decision up to $2,000. Any time, and I would not question them. And I, of course, when I introduced that, it was like letting go a nuclear bomb. <laughs> you mean you want a busboy to give away $2,000? No, I want a busboy to keep the customer. And this is of extreme importance because to understand there are three types of customers. There is the loyal customer, there is the satisfied customer, and there is the dissatisfied customer. The loyal customer is your ambassador. The dissatisfied customer is a terrorist against your company. Now, what am I willing to do to change a terrorist to an ambassador? I cannot do that. The employee who faces the customer can do that. And if the customer has a complaint, we should move heaven and earth to keep that customer anyway. In, in, in the case of, uh, as I give busboy as an example, uh, if the guest comes in the morning for breakfast and the busboy said, good morning, sir, I hope you have a nice stay with us. And the guest said, no, I didn't. My TV didn't work. In that moment, the busboy owns the TV. In that moment, the busboy should look him in the eye and say, I feel embarrassed, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. I feel so bad, I will buy you breakfast this morning. Guess what? You just created a loyal guest. In fact, that guest is embarrassed that he even complained. The busboy is buying, wow, what kind of an organization is this? I trust this organization. And loyalty is nothing but trust. You see, you want to create an environment where the guest trusts you. That's why they deal with you. And after they trust you, why should they deal with somebody else? That's what it's all about. And you've been listening to the co-founder of the Ritz Carlton, Horst Schultze, tell a heck of a story about vision and motive in an organization. Is the vision good for the investor? Is it good for the customer, the employee, and society? And would God approve, Horst asked. If the answer to all of those questions is a yes, you're on your way. And then it's all about execution on the expectations of the customer. That idea of giving $2,000 to employees to spend on behalf of the customer, to keep that customer, 
to keep that customer loyal, so powerful. And by the way, I love what Horst said about customers. There are three kinds. There's a loyal customer, who's an ambassador, the satisfied customer, and the dissatisfied customer, whom Horst called a terrorist against the company. The story of Horst Schulze, the story of the Ritz-Carlton, and so much more here on Our American Stories. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. And we continue with our American stories and the story of Horst Schultze and the story of the Ritz-Carlton. Let's pick up where we last left off. I actually had met a study in a, in a focus group using a word analyst. 
And I want to know what do they feel when they always say, I want to feel at home in a hotel. I, I don't know what that means. And uh, this analyst uh, came back and said, gee, they don't want to feel at home. They want to feel like in their subconscious memory, they remember their mother's home. I said, wow. And we said, what is this? Well, in the mother's home, everything was done for them. And here's the key that happened. When something went wrong, and they went to their mom and said, mom, mom, there's something terrible. Mom, there's something. What did mom say? Come here. Mom took him in the arm and said, I'm here for you. And said, that's what they want. So we had to empower our employees to say, I am here for you. Uh, so in a situation, I had a guest left their computer and, and called and so was very distraught, but he said, but I have to take my, I have to take my plane and I'm flying to Hawaii right away. I need it. You can, you have to see that it gets as fast as possible there. The main target went and flew, uh, mind you, at that time the security, all that wasn't there. Went to the airport, got the next flight and brought them the computer, messaged them that there has a computer and took the next flight back by the way didn't spend a vacation there. Now I thought, gosh, what am I going to do now? This was too much. How do I tell them now? I tell everybody, whatever it takes, keep the customer. How am I going to tell them now that was going, going too far? Well, in the meantime, that was spread and created so much PR. It was worth millions of dollars of PR at the time. So I didn't say anything, but frankly, I really cringed when I heard that one, you know, said, wow, maybe I went too far, <laughs> you know. But love your neighbor. Why don't you want to make your, is, is your customers not your neighbor? Why not serve them in a way where, they, where you instill well-being in them, not just give them a product or whatever. You know, I, 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 I like to read to, to people in hospitality the, the letter that, uh, St. Benedict wrote to his monasteries as to how to treat a customer, a guest that arrives. He wrote then, if a guest arrives, treat him as if it was Jesus himself. And said, by bow, and, and bow down and maybe prostrate in front of him. And pay total attention and join him for dinner if, if he's by himself. It was he at the time men tra traveled by themselves, of course. It was in the year 500. And and even the Abbe should join for dinner, even if the Abbe is on a fast, he should break it and be with that guest because it is Jesus himself. Now, how close do we come to that type of service? It doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be a hotel, it can be a shoe store. When they walk in, they're your customers, they're your guest. Now, how do you treat them? People, when I walked out the day when I left Ritz-Carlton, my wife picked me up and children. We got the last files. We said goodbye. And in the elevator, I said, ah, I didn't cry. And as I walked down, the, all the employees from downtown the hotel and here were lining my way from the elevator and the office building all the way to my car. And there I see people that started as dishwashers who were now department heads. I see people that were successful, the whole were crying and I was crying. And, uh, and I saw, for example, I saw E.B. who came in as a refugee from Nairobi. 
working as a dishwasher. And it was, I saw him in orientation. But soon later I walked by the, in, by the dishwashing area and I've forgotten who that was. And there was this one kid who said very friendly, hello, good morning, sir, how are you today? And remember noticing that he's very clean. It's a very dirty job, believe me, steam and dirty. But he looked very, very clean. He worked behind the dishwasher. So I didn't give it much other thought, but a couple of days later, as I walked by again, again, sir, good morning, how are you today? And I look, is this refugee? He was staying in front of the dishwasher, could see even his shoes were shining. And I said, wait a minute. And I said to the, to the head of the department, this kid, is he working at all? I mean, he's always clean, he's not working. Right away, my suspicion, I guess that's my, my, my German cynicism that came through. I said, he's so, he's so clean, he, he can't be working. He said, Mr. Schulze, you're wrong. He's the hardest worker I have. But he's so proud, he changes a couple of times a day. He's a proud young man, he works unbelievably hard. Whoa, yeah. Pretty soon I come, go through the area again, and he's working room service as a waiter. The room service man manager asked for him because he was exceptionally became a waiter. A few months later, he worked as a captain in banquet. Everybody wanted him. And he's now, by the way, a manager in a Marriott over here in the neighborhood. Was long time hotel manager in the Ritz Carlton downtown. See, see, this man created excellence in what he was doing. And he gets the reward. Everybody gets the reward. The reward is going to come sooner or later. And, and here's this dishwasher who became a hotel manager, a little refugee from Nairobi. And he, he realized, I define myself as excellent, and to get the rewards. Rewards always come with that. You know, this is all decisions. I, I always tell in my speeches, uh, I'm in love with my wife after 41 years. I don't only love her, I'm in love with her. I finally made that decision about 20 years ago to stay in love and be in love. No, we have to work on that. Isn't it amazing how hard we work to make our, our businesses successful? We do everything, we make everything we do. How hard do we work on the most important thing in our life? And the only union on this earth that is God ordained. And we should make the decision to work on that very hard and make it exceptional too. It's a decision. And then I have friends that say, we're getting divorced because we don't feel like it anymore. You must be kidding me. It's not to do, who's in charge here? You and your decision or some feeling that comes somehow enters the room out of nowhere. You control your feeling. It's a decision. It's truly up to you. I, I don't think, I, I'm, in fact, I know. I, I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I would have been in Germany. In Germany, they would have asked, what college did you go to? And, and what, who is your family, if you will? Nobody asked that in America. They asked in America, say, what are you producing? In America, that is, that is the great difference. It's, it's truly up to you. That's why I get so annoyed when people blame other things. In this country, it's up to you. 
great excellence and you will get rewards. And that is not true in other countries. And that's why this is the land of opportunity. And it, it, and it is so angering me when Americans say we don't have opportunity. Everybody has everybody. And, and, and we still sometimes blame others when we don't make it. There's only one person to blame. And, that, and I can introduce you to him. Go in the washroom, look in the mirror, and you will see him. Period. Of course, there's circumstances of illness and so on. Of course, we know that all. We know that also the circumstances that happen. But as a generality, we always blame society, we blame the president, we blame the mayor, we blame this, we blame. Stop blaming. It is not, it's not necessary. It's wrong in this country because this country gives you the opportunity that you want. Period. And a terrific job on the production and storytelling by Greg Hengler. And a special thanks to Horst Schultze for sharing his story. He's the co-founder of the Ritz-Carlton. His book, Excellence Wins, a no-nonsense guide to becoming the best in a world of compromise. And in the end, it all gets down to excellence and a commitment to keep the customer and serve the customer. And his Christian walk, no doubt, well, no doubt helped him in that endeavor. That great St. Benedict line that Horse quotes, if a guest arrives, treat him as if Jesus himself arrived. And then there was that story of that refugee from Nairobi, who started as a dishwasher and ended up becoming a hotel manager at the Ritz-Carlton and then later a local Marriott. And only, he said, is that possible in the United States, that kind of movement where family ties don't matter, where wealth and class and education don't matter, where excellence matters and competency matters. The story of Horst Schultze, the story of the Ritz-Carlton, in the end, the story of the American dream here on Our American Stories. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. 
I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 